Welcome to another episode of Middle Ground with JLE LLC, where we treat you like family. That is the theme song, Detroit Love, off my first album, The JLE Experience. I own the music and the copyright. Don't mute nothing, Facebook. You gotta say it all the time. We got another amazing guest for you today. We have the black ballerina author, Jamar Henry. Welcome to the show, sir. Uh, blessings, blessings. Thank, thank you for having me. I appreciate you for sharing. First question, what led you to this path? Let me to my writing. To this path. All in all. Writing path, all of it. Well, let me through this path. Well, I guess it was start from the beginning. I mean, I was born 926 on my mother's birthday. And in my thoughts, I thought I was a gift to the world. <laughs> so the world had to humble me. And I had to go on a journey of humbleness. And that's what led me to this path with that I am on now, which is, you know, to for everything I went through to stop to help others so they don't have to go through it, you know, just bringing that message to people. So that's what brought me to this path I am right now. Um, do you responding on what you went through that got you to this point of writing books? Everything, what I went through? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I went, I, I grew up in Chicago, you know, um, I had dreams of playing football and, I wanted to be a, I wanted to make movies, you know, that was my dreams as a kid, but you know, the streets had first draft pick in my life, you know. So I entered the streets, you know. Uh devil to die on selling drugs. Never was addicted to it per se what the what the stereotype is, but I was addicted to another way. I was addicted to by selling them. So okay. I was in it, that's what I thought I I can do. That's the only thing I thought I can do was sell drugs. Mm-hmm. And I was going in and out of prison until I learned, landed uh, 22 years for a small amount of crack in the federal prison. And then that's where um, my life really took its turn. Oh, wow. So when that started the, the writing book? The writing the books was like, like I said, I was a kid, I always wanted to make movies. And you know, when I entered the game and did all that, I kind of lost myself, but it also ba- helped me balance with my um, imagination with reality. And it, that's what helped me be a good, good writer because everything I've been through. So when I ended up in jail and I finally stopped blaming people, stopped making excuses, stopped complaining, and I found myself again, that's when I started writing. And that's where I started. And I haven't stopped writing since then. And that was in 2005. And uh, Okay. So when did you start the Black Ballerina book? Black Ballerina was my second book I wrote. My first book I wrote, I actually was in the hole in prison. Like I said, that's where my life changed. Either I was going to either be bitter or be better. So I had to choose and I chose to be mm-hmm. better. I ch- chose to make that, that situation a better situation for me by taking my responsibility. And I wrote my first book and it was called Cold Game, but it was, it was really a street novel with some sci-fi fiction matrix type stuff. Nice. Kind of, yeah, it was out there. You know, it was my first book. That's what captured me. Like I was stuck writing that. But I put it out in a way that I didn't have an audience for it. Okay. So therefore I needed people to trust me to read that book. You know, okay. so I came out with Black Ballerina, which would have been is an easier write writing because it's just a love story, it's a love story and it's in the urban neighborhood. So it's something I can just write 
without no issues and I have a targeted market market I can target, which is the the um, black females, the melanated sisters. And you know, if you get them to read in your books, you know, they can open many doors for you. So that's true. That's why I like ballerina to target that market. And once I get their trust, I know I can come with other things. So that's my okay. That's I saw it with black ballerina. Yeah, it's a series uh, um, now. Yeah, black um, ballerina started off as uh, uh, somebody asked me. They said, uh, "Man, why don't you write a story about uh, identity theft?" I said, "Okay." And when I huh? turned around on the TV, the, the guys was in the TV room. They was watching a reality show like Kim Kardashian, Paris Hilton type stuff. So I was like, okay, I'm going to use that, and I want to make a love story. So I took those three elements, and I made Black Ballerina. And the story goes, it's uh, it's about a, it's a, it's a twist to it. The female is in jail, and the male is out. It's like the female is the oh, wow. person, and the male is the good guy. He's trying to get in the NBA, but they have this push-pull love relationship mm -hmm. where she always gets him in trouble with her fanatics. But they grew up different, even though they both ended up at a foster home. But they passed was different, but they formed a, a love story, and that's what his story starts with his love story. But with the uh, Keisha, she's in jail for identity theft. That's what she's in jail for in the federal prison, and she gets a new cellmate that's a socialite, a famous socialite that does stupid stuff just to be. She has no talent, but just by doing stupid stuff, she's famous, and plus she got money, so she ended up in jail. And that be, they become cellmates, and it's a, a friendship they build up. Who can use who, and that's okay. where the series begins with the other twist to it. So that's and what that sounds like a movie. Yeah, it's just definitely yeah, a, everything I write is a movie. Like that's my main goal. Everything yeah, I, I write. see that being a movie, man. Yeah, everything really? I write. That's the point. That's the path. Okay, you close to it yet? Um, I mean, I'm here right now. <laughs> so anything okay. helping, you know, anything hey. helping, you never know. I'm right here speaking it. I'm sure it's gonna come into existence when you get. Hey, on I believe it, man. That happens. You don't take like, more. That sounds like something worth watching because you don't see that type of a twist. But the female yeah. is the thug. It's always the guy. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's got more lot to it too. <laughs> It's got a lot to it. I don't want to give it all up, but it's got to stuff. Oh, no. yeah. Got to get the book. This is website at the bottom, evolutionmindedpublications.com. To go get the book or books and everything else he got was pretty awesome, pretty sure. So you've been doing books and been an author pretty much since 05. What is like your creative process? A creative process. Inspiring authors out there. Oh, well, I write in all genres. Like, I don't let a genre bind me. Like, I'm not just going to write a romantic love story or thrillers or urban stories. I'm going I'm to make a thriller into an urban with a love story all in it because life got all, everything in it. So it's just not okay. going to be one. I'm not going to let no box hold me back from my writing process. You're not going to say this book should be in this genre or this book should be in that genre. I'm just going to write it in the story. It's a story. So... I would say before you even just get your story first. And and um my process became more of a systematic over the years because I've been doing it so long. But if mm -hmm. you just start off, you should just write. 
you shouldn't even think about because you're gonna go over it a hundred thousand times over. You ain't, ain't got to worry about it. Just get your beginning and your end. With me, I I I, I write with a heartbeat. Like I form my story before I even write it. Like I write it in a heartbeat. When you see okay. I write heartbeat uh, diagram and I put points in where the story gonna go up and down, and then my story is already completed. That's my system. I have a system that I develop. Yeah, after you, you know, it's the ten thousand hour. After you didn't put in 10, 10 years, you know, it's the ten thousand hour. You should be really good at what you do, your craft. Yeah, I know the two yeah. books I've written. You definitely it ain't it ain't ready yet. Let me look at it some more. Let me change <laughs> that around. <laughs> yeah, it keep you trapped in that thing. So it's best to get it systematic because you'll keep going over and over it until you just do put it up and get on something else. <laughs> When it's probably already been done. True, true, true. Um, now you know my good friend Tiffany Para. How did y'all come across each other? Man, destiny, I guess. I mean, I can't. We can't even even explain it. Even when I was going to meet her, I was questioning myself, like, why am I even here? <laughs> you know, because <laughs> uh, she just popped up in my Facebook Messenger, like. And was like, and I was like, here go one of these things again. But something just compelled me to meet her, and I met her, and we we connected like real. We on that same path, so it's easy. Yeah. Yeah, she cool people. Yeah, she good people. We um, she really enlightful. Yeah, cause when she told me about, it, she was so sad. Like, you gotta get him on the show. You gotta hear his story. Like, oh, okay, I feel you. I feel the energy. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> um, kind of moving along. I guess we go to kind of going through kind of quickly. Market you moment now. <laughs> market me. Yep, this is a segment to market promote what you got. Uh, right now, um, take your time. I'm just marketing on um, Black Ballerina right now. I got a little uh, uh, video you can watch that uh, shows. It's a book trailer. Uh, it's on oh, wow. the website. You got a book trailer where it show you kind of how the story goes. And um, I mean, best thing you can do if help me is uh, go to my website, evolutionmindedpublications.com. I have four books on there. I have Black Ballerina 1, Black Ballerina 2, I have a book called Ava Song. It's more of a, a feel-good story. It's a little about a little girl. And I have also Hell's Night, which is a horror thriller uh, book. Okay. <laughs> and right now I'm working on my uh, sort of autobiography called uh, Revolving Doors. Basically, it's about my life. And it talks about my last day of being in jail and how I reflect on life and what I go through in, the, in that moment of being released after 17 years of uh, being in the federal prison. And just want to show you growth. So we're not going to revolve the doors. We're going to evolve the doors. And that's my next book that's coming out. I mean, basically, I'm trying to get out and speak because I, I see the life through a positive angle. And okay. right now, when I, I moved out to California, uh, five years ago, straight out of the federal prison. 
I didn't even know nobody out here but my auntie. And I said, God told me to go west. He said, that's where you're going to find your believers. Go west. I'm from Chicago, like I say. And I mm -hmm. came out here. And all I had was a certification in personal training. That was my, uh, that was my uh, fallback. That was my, uh, not okay. my fallback, my, uh, my trade. That was my trade to earn income. And I came out here and I um, didn't know nobody. And so I started to say, how is the best way I can meet people? So I started driving Uber. And okay. I was, I would post up little stickers of my personal training because I, I started working at 24 hour fitness, but I, I knew I could do that by myself. I didn't need them. So I started my own company, which is Royal Challenge Fitness LLC. And I would get my own clients. And, um, like I said, driving Uber, I would have my business card back there or a little flyer for one of my books. And sometimes I would attract people to buy. But I said, what's a better way of doing it? So I put a TVs back there and I made my company ECAP, which is Evolution Captivating Audience Productions, which I would show commercials on my TV for marketing purposes. But there'd be okay. commercials in my books, commercial in my personal trainer. If somebody's a barber, I would do a commercial for them. If somebody do nails, I do commercial for them. I would play them on our TVs because I pick up 270 people a week. Only you only need 10%. All you need is 10% of that to make your company grow. And that's why I made it my marketing company. And them are the things that I'm on now, fitness, marketing, and my books. I mean, I'm just trying to do my part in this picture. Make sure I get up every morning and do my part. And if it's going to make it, it's going to make it. If not, I'll make sure I do mine. And that's what I'm at. Do you have social media? I didn't see on LinkedIn. I'm on social media, but right now I'm on, <laughs> I'm on, I'm on blank out, dog out. It's, I'm on a 60 day growth period. So okay. I'm really, I just moved. Um, and I'm on a growth period right now. So I'm not on no social media time right now. <laughs> I'm trying to finish this book. And I'm trying to get things up and running. So I'm on a 60 day growth period, as you caught me in. So That's in 60 days, cool. I'll be back up. But I'm on all TikTok and all that. I'm on all the social media platforms. Okay. And name your LLC is World Challenge Fitness LLC? Yeah, World Challenge, World Challenge Fitness LLC. Okay. So when I put it in the description, I can let them know what you do. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, you talk about getting t-shirts? Put your book stuff on there? T-shirts? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right now I'm getting these books printed up and they um, they overcharging, man. Everything up right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> Everything up. They got my book. I said, damn, I only sell it for 10. Whoa. <laughs> like, Whoa. Uh, yeah, everything going up, man. So, you know, I'm just taking my steps, man. Slowly but surely, man. I, I'm messing with my own income, you know. So. Okay. I'm I'm grinding yeah, and putting into something it. else, man. man. Huh? <laughs> man. That? Inflation is really doing damage right oh, yeah. now. Yeah, it does what it does. But we gotta do what we gotta do too. <laughs> so, what has been your biggest challenge on your journey? Our biggest challenge since I've been out, because you know mm -hmm. I've been doing 18 years in federal prison. Yeah, it's just, getting, been out. it's just getting out. You know, you think you know. You think you're gonna have a lot of problems people well people think you're gonna have a lot of problems 
But in my mindset, I knew that I was ahead because I sat back and watched the game from the sideline, like playing chess from the sideline. So I figured I was ahead, which I felt I was uh, mentally, okay. not emotionally. <laughs> this world is different oh, yeah, emotionally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that's going to take me into back. There's a lot of emotion that, that stops a person from proceeding further. Mm-hmm. You can have it all logically figured out, but you know, a lot of emotion is involved and you you, you can't really plan for that type of stuff. But uh, that, and, um, out here in Cali, you know, it's very expensive out here, uh, but it's a lot of opportunity. <laughs> I know there had to be a coaching shot going on. A lot of opportunity there, out here. It is, it is a lot of opportunity out here, which is the difference between Chicago in California, it's pretty as it's expensive in Chicago, not as California, but the opportunities in Chicago are not that much. Okay. You can, out here, out here in California, you can see a hot dogs make a hundred thousand a year. So <laughs> the opportunity, here, yeah, the opportunity out here is nice. You know, it's wow. always most of the time it's sunny. The world rather changing now, but it's a it's a it's a it's a, a opportunity out here. It's beautiful out here. The weather is beautiful. It's very inspiring. You know that winter that winter take a whole season out of you when you're in the Midwest. That slow down oh, the yeah. whole market. You know what I'm saying? That takes a hey, whole man, opportunity. Hot that, dog, that yeah, but yeah, it's warm all the time. Yeah, funny, so, yeah. tacos, that's why you see these taco stands. They out here on every corner. They every night they ground and they making that money. You, what it makes to make a hundred thousand? You can you can sell all them hot them them tacos in a day as long as you're doing it consistently. That that's gonna add up. They consistently is gonna add up to a hundred thousand, no problem. Yeah, that's the key. Keep it's the it's the consistent thing about it. Like I say, when you're in the Midwest, you can't be consistent because of those three months of winter, which is tough. Yeah. They slow down a lot. Out here, that don't stop. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, that's why it costs out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You pay for that in that rain, Southern California, twenty 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 one something. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're gonna pay, you're gonna pay for that. They they're gonna raise the rent on you. But like I say, if you got that mentality, you gonna you you're yeah, okay. You, you, if you don't if you don't got that, you ain't gonna. <laughs> you might as well go on. <laughs> do what you can. Don't know. even do it. You ain't gonna be the hard work on your own. Don't even do it. Just stay where you at. Because living normal is kind of damn living rich somewhere else for real here. <laughs> it's a difference. <laughs> Them deals yeah, you think you. You show them bills to my, they might think you rich, but you ain't. That's just bills. <laughs> but you got to come with every month. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I know people say it out there like, I, I, I could be making just something a year. <laughs> Look at these bills I'm paying every month. Like, man, I don't know how I'm making it. <laughs> God is good because we, man. Bills every month is ridiculous. Man, man. I knew people say they stayed in. Was it Long Beach a while back? And they was paying like twelve hundred apartment. I'm like Long Beach. I'm pretty sure every area got good and bad, but I think alone we think a dog pound of snoop. You talking about twelve hundred? Man, that's like Southfield, Michigan. Oh, you living like a king with that? You fall facing it. Twelve hundred. Twelve You gonna have to bump with three people to pay twelve hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, ain't getting nothing out here where I'm at. I'm down from Disneyland. I ain't. Oh, the magical <laughs> world. You, you really doing it. Like one bedroom, 23, everything. Crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think you're living great, but you really just living normal. <laughs> Man, you ain't lying about that. 
Yeah. Got, got some more shouting out from Marcello from Atlanta. Appreciate you tuning in. That's a nice place to visit. Yeah, Atlanta. I was down there about a year or so. I always wanted okay. to go back and see that land they brought. Okay. I definitely know when I used to go see my friends down there, everybody was dressed like they about to go to an interview. Even mm-hmm. he's going out nightlife like dang. And y'all do it different down here. What's your plan? Like, I just came to hang home and have a drink or something. I ain't, I ain't thought past that. We gotta think about you know we'll be entrepreneur. It's like, oh y'all for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Well, I ain't figured that part out yet. I'm still in school, but I'm gonna keep that. I'm remember your energy. I can right. use that. <laughs> there it is. Got a few more coming in. Average rent Atlanta is two k for one bedroom. Wow. Yeah, Oof. Shout out to man David, Youngston, Ohio, two places. Let everybody know that. Ain't number factories out there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, it's always cool to have a fellow author on the show because writing a book in that process is something only an author understands. Yes, yeah, so you get time, you might have a writer's block. Might yeah. need to go, man. Stop writing, go do something. Me, I might mm. work on some music or watch cartoons. <laughs> I might get frustrated. Like, just don't, it ain't connected. I need to say this. Yeah. And then yeah. you chill out, it might come to you. Yeah. You might, if you go think about it before you go to sleep, you'll wake up with it. You'll wake up with it. What I, do um, you do when I you have those moments? What do you do? Man, I don't, I don't know about no writer's block. I just sit my butt down there for hour after hour till it come out. That's what I used to do. I used okay. to sit if, I, if I'm just doodling, I'm gonna get through this scene. If I don't, if I can't write the scene, I'm gonna write what the scene should have. What should be okay. in the scene? Write I'll, I'll write. A, I'll summarize the scene if I can't really get it out. But I know what I need in it, so I will write everything down, and then I'll force my way out. If it's a, if it's just me being tired of writing in this story. And I think I need to give it a break. I'll go to another story. That's why I got like over 10 books written right now. Because I just kept going from story to story sometimes. You grinding. Sometimes. Yeah, I got, yeah, and I write in all genres. Like I said, I, I write in everything. I got from kid books to horror to uh, everything in between. Sci-fi, uh, everything. Supernatural. Like, when growing up as an only child, G.I. Joe's was my toys, and all I did was make movies out of them. <laughs> Man. I didn't want to go to the streets. Put them up in the closet and go hit the streets. <laughs> but I didn't want to put them up. I take my G.I. Joe's, get a box, get some pins, some rubber bands. I make a wrestling ring. Wrestling I got WrestleMania. Get some wrestling ring. I know uh, I used to have storylines, too. The, get the my marker. old little foil makes belts. Get the marker, like, mark them up with, with red uh, marker, look like they bleeding and everything. <laughs> yep. Start your own commentary. They be like, man, he over here having his own little show. I'm watching what he's doing. <laughs> Super talented. And that imagination does help you build to other you, things because you got to have a great imagination. imagination. I was full of that imagination to the, to the streets got me. <laughs> and that reality kicked in. But they blended yeah. nice. 
And, 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 and reality is real. I needed that substance. That imagination needs that substance. For sure. Now, after you write a book, what is your feeling you've done? Is that, all right, cool. I finished it. All right, wow. You brought that to life. What is that for you? Uh, um, to me, when I finish a book, it's like a goal. And like when you complete goals, they like the best thing ever, you know, <laughs> whatever it may be. Because, you know, so, I mean, I always feel grateful for it. But then it's to the next goal. It's just a okay. moment of bliss, and then it's to the next goal. Gotcha. So anybody out here want to be an author, need some free knowledge for your own processes on how to do it. You definitely just start writing. It's, you're going to conceptualize forever. You got to at least start typing and writing. Yeah, that's, that's You got to start writing. And you got to, since we so wild with our schedule, and we don't keep our schedule clean and neat, which we need to in life. That's the little things. Mm -hmm. you know, keeping that calendar on the wall and writing things you're supposed to do down. But since you don't, That's true. you got to force yourself. You got to give yourself an hour a day of writing. I don't care what you do. Just to start off till you catch fire. Once you catch fire, then you're just going to take off. It's going gonna, it's gonna to compel you to write. But till you get them consistent hour after hour, every day, an hour, of, even if you're doing something, just forcing yourself to sit there. You got to get that consistency and just write. Then at the time, you'll find your, your, your rhythm. After you catch fire, you'll find the best way to write your stories. How you, what's the best way for you to process them without going through that rough uh, writing without any structure and you just pulling the story out of your head as you go? You know, you'll find a, you'll find your way where you can write a story before it's written, you know? You already know what it is. You ain't got to write it and be like, okay, when I'm gonna get when I get here, when I'm gonna write. That's mm -hmm. what's gonna start this block. Cause every chapter gonna have a note on it before you even get to it. So it's already mapped out. So your story will already be mapped out first. But you'll get that once you learn how to write consistently. Yeah, this person agree on the saying LinkedIn user technology at times. Yeah, when if you wanna finish it. Force yourself. Sit there. Discipline. Even if you don't get nothing out that hour that day, you come back that next day. Force yourself to sit there. Just like when your moms or dads used to make you sit there and, <laughs> eat vegetables and you couldn't get up, sit there at that table. Yeah, we got to discipline ourselves more than anything, especially when you want to complete a goal. You got it's the discipline, it's the process. True. In your words, what has been your impact on your journey? My impact is me driving Uber, I guess, and meeting people. Like just when when you get me to talking and we talking, I guarantee you're gonna leave with a better notion of negative and positive energy. And you're gonna wanna stay in that positive mind state as much as you can when you leave my presence. So my impact is just meeting people and just talking. You know, after being gone so long and just being around the same characters all day, every day. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you get to see a whole bunch of different characters, and you know, no matter what, we still on it. We all in this life together. Mm -hmm. Have you ever met someone that bought your book yet? Oh, I, still, I sell books all the time. I sold okay. books to Dennis Rodman. You know, I, I picked up Dennis Rodman in my Uber. You know, I met a lot of people. Right. I mean, that's the the point of it. You know, who you gonna meet? You know. 
I sold a lot of books. I just sold out. I just had a book. Uh, Tiffany helped me out, and I had a, a book signing for Black Ballerina, and um, awesome. Like a week or two ago, and I, I mean, I sold out of my books. You know, I mean, they, 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 they going, and if they want to go, mm-hmm. it's just the time. One day, it's like I said, just do my part. Yeah. Man, get out here every day. Every day I gotta get out here and drive Uber. So every day they on deck, they on deck to sell. <laughs> okay. I sell zero books. I might tell ten books. You know. You're right, because every everybody had a moment where it's like you Steph Curry hitting half court threes, like, okay, this fall in the place, that fall in the place, that's falling. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Just keep capitalizing on that momentum when they do come for you. All right. Last question. Oh, go ahead. Okay. No, I was just saying, you, you, once it's still, again, you still got to balance reality with imagination. You know, I want the books to do their thing, but I got to also pay these bills. So this is shift. This, this is this a give poor relationship. But we're going <laughs> to, as long as we keep pushing through, we got the calendar up, we got the uh, goals up. So we're going to get there. I'm sure we are. You're right. Just keep at it. Some people mm-hmm. get discouraged and like, man, this don't work. Like, your you break your- round you the corner problem. Yeah, no, you gotta ask your, you gotta ask yourself if you're giving yourself a hundred percent. You gotta really have that sit down talk with yourself. <laughs> you know, if you're giving yourself a hundred percent, be real with yourself. You want everybody to be real with you, but you don't want to be real with yourself. You sit there and say, what did I do today? Did I give myself a hundred percent? Check your categories. <laughs> Check them off. See. Give yourself a grade. And if you, you know, tomorrow do better. Man, that's some dope advice right there, for real. A lot of people don't probably do that. Nah, <laughs> you got to see yourself. Hey, maybe it's, working it's, hard easy. it's easy to look at everybody else. It's easy to look at everybody else. But, you know, if you, if you really, if you really here to learn, you know, you, you ain't supposed to throw them stones. You're supposed to use them on yourself. <laughs> You better off using that stone on yourself than st- throwing it at somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that. You know what I mean? Somebody might say, "Well, you ain't—I don't see you up here right now while you talking." Uh, you like, ooh, you that stone. We, you and know, it didn't it hurt. Like, dang, they told too much truth to me. Like, well, you were talking smack yeah. to them. They watching you too. Yeah, you can't help it. You might as well focus on yourself. Get yourself right. That's true. And I'm sure you'll succeed if you do that. You look in there and you see if you give yourself 100%, that's there, you're going to succeed. If it ain't, you know why. Yeah, I look at my show. I rebooted in 21, just kept working at it. Mm-hmm. Humble that I'm at season 10. <laughs> a lot of bad scheduling, too. <laughs> it's a process. You got to Yeah, you figured it out, right? Trust the process. Trust the process. That's like saying hallelujah. Trust the process, man. In the business time, trust the process, man. You're going to learn as you go. You're going to learn as you go. That is so true, bro. Last question. What advice do you have for someone trying to find their purpose? To find your purpose? Mm -hmm. Anything. Because mine came to me when I was down in a hole trying to dig up, dig out my, dig, dig myself out of the hole with a shovel. 
You know, mm-hmm. you can't dig yourself out of a hole with a shovel, shovel you know. Uh, <laughs> and, you, and you definitely can't pull your way out of a a, a, a hole. You got to grow your way out of a hole, you know. So I had to sit there and grow my way out that hole. So to find your purpose, it's best to believe it's all about you. You got to grow into the person you need to be, first of all. You got to grow. You got to take responsibility for your life. You can't be complaining. You can't be blaming and you can't be making no excuses. You want to find your purpose? You got to take responsibility for your life and your purpose will be given to you. How can your purpose be given to you if you're not responsible for your own life? Once then, you will be enlightened and you will know because you will shiver and you will shake. But your, your light will be very much enlightened as long as you stay on that path of not blaming. Mhm. Uh, what happened? Um, come back, please. That's so weird. No, I'm not get to move it around and it'll come back. All right, I'm gonna have to drop them out, bring them back in. It still ain't came back yet. No problem. You come back in. Great information so far. Give it a moment, see if he come back in. I mean, writing books is not hard. Being an author is pretty cool experience. It's not hard to do. But like JMR was saying, you do gotta take a look at yourself. You know, are you creating those disciplines for yourself? Like I used to watch like since Kobe's past, there's been put on a lot of interviews he's done with people and they ask him like how did he get to be who he is and a lot of it would be dedication <clears throat> like if you watch the documentary on when they won the gold in 08 you know from d Wade and them perspective they were always oh, appreciate it david see if he come back you know it was pretty much like, they would go hang out. They happy to be there. And Kobe like, okay, I'm going to work. Or if you hung out with him, all right, let's go work out in the morning. And then after a while, it started being they like, dang, he, we hanging out, we doing this and this, and he in there going hard. So then it started becoming, they like, okay, we can't be coming over here to party. I don't know, maybe they did that. Before when they won the bronze, when Ginobili and Argentina had won the gold years ago, so it was like they had a chance to see Kobe work ethic and like so that's how he became who he is and won titles because he stayed going. There we go. Yeah, there I you go. I don't know if I was, I lost, lost focus. Hey, when when you doing God's work, man, don't get us that. It's been bad weather in California. 
Y'all be worried. <laughs> it ain't been weather like this in a long time. It seen snow on my porch about a month ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> right down the street from Disneyland, Orange County, California. Yeah. Did people yeah. freak out? <laughs> they freak out about everything. Yeah. <laughs> I heard the driving is crazy out there. Yeah, it's, they got like eight lanes and there's still be traffic. <laughs> now, I've heard eight in lanes. Michigan they about to do the carpool lanes. Yeah, we got that. Like, we got eight lanes. It's Michigan, man. Unless you're really <laughs> regulating that. People are going to do what they're going to do on, on the freeway, man. Mm -hmm. They trying to get to where they're going to. Yeah. They time for all that. Especially by LA. It'd be rough, but you got to pick and choose your times. Okay. Yeah. As I was saying, um, like I was saying, like when you you got to push through things, thinking that everything is your fault, even though it ain't. You know, the world is the way it is. We got to make through it. Mm -hmm. But to push through things and not to sit there and be stuck on it, you got to be like, "It's my fault." You know, take your responsibility. You, I mean, some some point in the way, you is connected to it because you had a choice. You know, you got to just be like, "It's my fault," and and push through it. Don't don't think that you're a victim. Don't play the victim role. You know, it is what it is. You know, you'll find, and then you'll find your purpose. Like I said, take responsibility for your life. That's great advice. This your first podcast of fifth, sixth? Uh, fourth, third. Yeah, th third. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. You liking this space? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty much get, trying to get used to it. Like, I'm ready to do more and more. No, man. Okay. It's just conversating about life. I love building, you know. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, Any final words before we go? Um, Basically, man, my final words would be, like, stay positive. Don't give no negative energy to no negative situation because all you're going to do is to attract more negative energy from friends family situations just stay positive in life man go about it because we all go through things and that's just the way it is <laughs> and then you can do about it when you go through it right I mean, you just gotta go enjoy the experience no matter if it's bad or good enjoy your experience yeah. life man no matter what man i mean maybe you might get another go around nobody knows what it is after this so just enjoy your experience on life, man. And when things happen, man, just know it can get better for you tomorrow if you be a better person. That's it. Awesome. I definitely want to thank Black Ballerina author J. Mara Henry for sharing his story. All the knowledge he gave any inspiring authors out there on how to get started. Hope I have a great day, weekend, be safe. Yeah. I'm about to go finish all this up and I'm post everywhere. Let them know how to reach it and get it. Let them know about you and your awesome books. All right. And we're about to close it down. I appreciate you for sharing, man. You can head out if you want. I'm about to play the outro. Okay, go ahead. Unless you want. All right. Y'all right, have a good one.